Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hello again, guys. Welcome to another episode of the broadcast. But unfortunately, it's your boy Tom, and Alan's not here. Uh, if you checked out our uh, Raw show last week or the week before, guys, um, he called it quits. You know, uh, we got to 99 episodes, and I think the John Lovitz promo and all that really got to him. And he thought, I've had enough of this shit, threw his hands up and rode off into the sunset. And I just had to stand there and wave goodbye as he flipped me off. And uh, here we are, and we're at episode 100. And it's it's me by myself, and, you know, we're going to try and do a good show. And, you know, this is the first time I've been by myself on a, on a watch-along in probably a couple of years now. But, guys, if you haven't listened to our show before, it used to have two of us and two real brothers having some banter. And today we aren't going to have that banter because I'll be saying jokes to nobody. So uh, sadly, it will be just me talking about what I'm looking at. Um, in regards to our show, you can check us out on Twitter um, at the broadcast T-H-E-B-R-O-K-S-T. When I say us, I mean me because it's just me now. Um, you can check me out more directly at Mr. Underscore MMA Action. Um, if you still want to talk to Alan because he's not responding to my DMs, messages, phone calls, voicemails, or WhatsApp chat, it's uh, Alan Ross 84 on, on Twitter. But if you go to broadcast, he's, he's – uh, you know, his handles in the in the post there in the bio. Um, Apple iTunes, Podbean, Castro, Highcast, and a range of different podcast providers. You can hear the the fun that we used to have. Um, you know, I really would have liked to have clocked a hundred, but you have to respect that Alan doesn't want to do it anymore. I think it's me personally that's why, and I think I have to take that on the chin that I'm a terrible person, uh, even though I do a lot of good work in the communities and try and help out. You know, for some people, it's not enough. That's what I have to I have to bear. Um, so before we actually kick into the Watch Long Wrestling Companion, I want to give a shout out to uh, not one but uh, two podcasts. So um, here they are. Hello there, physically attractive podcast listener. My name is Steve Ross. I'm Sean Crandall. I'm Dustin White, and we're the hosts of Dregs, Dregs of Craig's. Craig's. 
On our podcast, we explore the most bizarre, repulsive, and downright confounding Craigslist ads we can find from all over the country, live for your amusement. Come find out the best place to book an axe-throwing party for your child's birthday. Stay up to date on Mario's Hawaiian Sex Marathon. Or just sit back and relax as we make more anime references than any rational human being should be comfortable with. It's a hilarious exploration of how we as a species are drifting further and further from the possibility of redemption. And we want you along for the ride. Listen to Dregs of Craigs on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everybody. I'm Ross, and what's the crack? And I'm Rock. And this is our podcast, I Understood That Reference. We cover all corners of the pop culture spectrum, including movies, comics, which is my favorite, games, and everything in between. With our own unique mix of games, trivia, a little insight, all wrapped up in Irish accents. And of course, the tin whistle. <laughs> so get up them stairs and download this podcast into your ears. I'm Ross. And I'm Rob. And this has been I Understood That Reference. Available on Spotify, SoundCloud, Podchaser, and whenever else decent podcasts are available. Yay! All right, guys, uh, we are back, and uh, hope you enjoyed those promos. It seemed like those the promos that we played are usually two friends doing a show together. So it was good to know that those promos are they do doing weekly shows, and you know, they're having a good time while they do it. While well, you've got me over here by myself. Which um, it's pretty hard, but um, you know, we're episode 100. And I would have had a good celebration. I was going to buy Alan a cake, and or me possibly jump out of the cake and surprise him and do a live recording together. But as again, I suggested that. And Alan, if you're listening, I suggested that in the voicemail. You know, this 19th voicemail, I think I said that one. But you know, it isn't meant to be. So if you have your WWE network, we're doing a WWE versus ECW head to head which took place on June 7th, 2006. Um, and we're going to be watching that on the Peacock, if you're using that, or the WWE Network. And uh, we'll, I might do a countdown, but um, just I'll wait a second for you guys to load it up. So we'll just sit oh quietly. Oh, listen to you. Jesus Christ on a bike. I leave, I make a joke about me leaving the show. And look at you, sad bag of shit, you. Oh, my God. I've been here the whole time watching you nearly soak your heart out to our listeners, thinking that this is going to be the end. Oh, my God, guys. Yes, it is me. It is I. I am Alan. And we are back for another fun-filled episode of the broadcast. And guess what? Yeah, thanks to you, everyone there. We just cracked a ton. We just made it to a hundred gig episodes. Tom, how are you? I'm good now because my bro's back. I think we played everyone, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I take that, everybody. It was a false finish. <clears throat> you know, we kicked, we kicked out two, and then yeah, I think everyone sort of were uh, a bit surprised by maybe the first five minutes of this show. Going, wait a minute, holy shit, is he gone? Yeah, yeah. There was some time I was just like, "Yeah." When Tom's talking about all those DMs he was trying to send to me, I'm like, "Get stuffed! I ain't talking to you." <laughs> but yes, guys, we hit a hundred. This show hit a hundred. Celebration! Come on, can you believe it, bro? I can't really, man. To think of how busy <clears throat> I think our year has been. I think we started this year at eighty-one episodes, so we've done nineteen. 
this year alone, and we're only in what June, and we've still got a you know a lot still to go this year. And I think if everything goes to plan, I think we'll clock about 120 before we hit 2022. And you know, I would say probably this year and last year was probably the biggest change for our podcast because guys, if you've been on this journey with us since we started in October of 2016, we haven't sat in the same room and recorded since January of 2020. You know, really since COVID kicked in, it's been online. You know, we've had the uh, COVID go up and down. We've had restrictions. We've talked through COVID every episode. You know, when we had the toilet paper gate and masks and Alan and I both getting on well, not with the COVID, but it's definitely been a way that we wanted to keep doing this show. And I've known of other podcasts that, if you have listened to us over the past, have ended, you know, over the last few years. You know, the WNA podcast, Smart Spot, Gimmick Table, you know, Aurora's Bore, or these guys that we started our shows with and ran along with every week. And we formed some really great partnerships. You know, the Amazing Nerd Show, Get Choi, uh, Jofo and the Ring, uh, what, Breaking Down the Ring, a range of different podcasts that we support. And, you know, we're happy to support their content. Um, and here we are, you know, episode 100 and something that when I was we were looking at the year, we were planning it out. What can we do? What's coming up in June? And this show is one that Alan chose. You know, we're talking about ECW versus WWE head-to-head, and we're doing it live as a watch-along for you guys. And Alan, why'd you choose this show? This was big at this time because we've already covered the one-night stand. Um, both of them, as you guys can go back and listen to that in the archives. Uh, this was a great show because this is um, coming into it. People had to get ready for that one-night stand WWE Championship with John, uh, John Cena taking on RVD. Uh, we also had Rey Mysterio take on Sybil. This night here was ready for... We got a bit, It got a bit extreme to see a little bit of what we were going to be seeing for the ECW show. And we did. The ECW show went all right for a while. And then we had zombies. And a vampire. Well, he has, well, he has a sexy vampire lady. Um, but we're not worrying about that now. We're worrying about what's happening on this show. Mm-hmm. We are going to get extreme. So, to celebrate our 100th episode, I, you know, let's all get together and let's watch this show. Um, there's a little, great little thing here um, that Mick Foley actually sits in the ring with a with light over him. This is quite a, uh, one of my favourite parts of the show. Um, but yeah, there is a big battle royal coming up as well too that people should check out. But Tom, are you ready? Yeah, definitely. So guys, yep. if you don't know where it is, it's on the WWE Network or Peacock. Just search up. If you just go WWE ECW, it's actually the very first choice, but it wasn't the first ECW show. That came the week after. So this took place on June 7th, and then One Night Stand took place on that Saturday, which was June 11th. And then the following week, you had the debut of WWE ECW, or it was called ECW on Sci-Fi, which is what it eventually would go on to. Um, it goes for about an hour and 25 minutes on the on the clock. Some really good matches, as Alan said, the Battle Royal. You actually get a couple of um, champion versus champion style matches. So Rey Mysterio, he's taken on Sabu, actually takes on Rob Van Dam tonight. And Sabu, who's taken on Mysterio at one night stand, takes on John Cena tonight. So you're getting the world championship 
know, matches, having a bit of a switch of opponents a few days before. So I'm ready from my side. Do you want to give us our countdown? As Tom likes to call it, that's called a wife swap. Yes. Um, yes, let's get ready, guys. Let's get ready for this fun episode, people. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready to press play in five, four, three, two, one. I'm using my tablet for this, and it's like half a square. It's like not the full screen that you usually get. It's got the black lines around it. (coughs) Yeah, you know what? I'm on my PC, and Mm. it's got the same thing too. Maybe this was not filmed in HD. How much bronze are we going to see in this one tonight, guys? Look at that there. Shelton Benjamin, Bobby Lashley, the US champion. Benjamin IC champ. Look at little Ray. (laughs) I... I think... No, he's standing up now. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he's not that little. No. Matt Hardy, Fit Finley, Mark Henry, Edge. Yes. We're all fired up. Oh, Edge. Look at this, ECWR. Terry Funk. Oh, Kurt Angle. Nunzio. Balls Mahoney. Is, is, um... It's pretty interesting because if you really look at that, that, that's not a lot of people to build a roster from. Like, even though half the people on the WWE locker room is Raw and SmackDown, just, there just isn't a lot there to really build a weekly product on. Oh, it's just incredible there. Yeah. Stevie Richards. Balls Mahoney, Nunzio. It's... Oh, here we go. This wasn't the original theme song. Would, would this been Bodies? By, yeah, uh, by Drowning Pool. Yeah. Yes. This sounds like a song that you would hear in a 1998 video game. Mm. Or the early days of um, WWE. ECW. Smash. So they've actually used the raw set. And they've got the ECW the brick formation or brick format to the right side. Also, the left side of the audience there, but right side on the camera view. Very similar to what um, NWA used to do back in the day with the, the heels and the mm. faces, their own separate locker room, their own separate entrances. Well, TNA used to do a thing where they would have the ring in the middle and they would have two entrance ramps. Mm-hmm. Like fully, like one side of the dome up here was heels, one was faces, but they never came out the same way. Jim Ross, it's good to see mm. you back on our show. It's our childhood right there, these two. Yes, sir. All right. Oh, here we go, yes. <laughs> hey, Cole. It's, I mean, hey, Joey. Got Taz and Mike Tanay. <laughs> Mike Tanay, right? Look at that. Tanaka, Kalito, Edge, Bobby Lashley, Randy Orton. Wow, that is a big headdress from Tanaka. It Tanaka. is, too. Think, Look at that. I think there's <laughs> six other people behind him in that uh, in that <laughs> match, but you just can't see him over the... Uh, John Cena versus Sabu. Just, rem- just remember, guys, it's, it's an Extreme Rules main event. So remember that when we get to the end of the show, that the main event was meant to be Extreme Rules, okay? Ooh. Oh, that's right. Mm. 
because we would have this match. Yeah, Taz and uh, Lawler went one-on-one in the opening matchup, I believe, at One Night Stand 06. Which I will say, guys, 05 and 06 of One Night Stand are probably two of my favourite episodes that we've done, and they were both bonus shows for us topping new followers. Holy shit, they're trying to beat, trying to beat each other up. What's wrong with you guys, goddammit? Sit down. Becomes the world heavyweight champion, Rey Mysterio. Big gold belt. Wear the mask. Mm-hmm. ECW <clears> people <throat> were not very happy with him at the, um, at the ECW show. He was booed. Mm. Well, he was booed at both of them. He's won against Psychosis in 05 and Sabu in 06. He got booed like, terribly. Oh, again, he took off the mask. Mm. Went to WCW, took the mask off, and then, you know, went back to, he went to WWE and, you know, got jacked up and became world champion and put the mask back on. And you're like, ooh, that's against the uh, Mexican, you know, heritage right there in mm. wrestling. It's like, man. I actually watched bro. that the other day. I watched his match the other day. His debut on um, SmackDown was against Chavo Guerrero Jr., in his first match, and the end up, that was the main event, I think it was Jericho and Edge in a steel cage, and it featured Mysterio jumping from the top, doing a crossbody from the top to the floor. Ooh, RVD, the number one contender for the WWE Championship. The commentary tonight teams are all going to be bitching at each other. This is like a four-man booth Mm. with a lot of heat. And they go through the crowd. And the thing is, like, Van Eck, he was the man. Like, this this time period, this is the biggest that I think he got. You know, winning money in the bank at that year's WrestleMania, telling Cena outright, I'm coming for you in that belt, and I'm doing it in June at one night stand. Like, this is his biggest push, the pinnacle of the sport, mm-hmm. and how quickly he got it and how quickly it kind of went away. You know, <laughs> within the next six months, it was, like, completely different for him. Yeah, it was. Big time. Just because he, uh... He got caught smoking weed. Mm. Of all things, you know? And it, um... Sabu has some pills. Yeah. Did you see that footage? I think they released it on the network of uh, Vince McMahon and RVD talking at the Hall of Fame and Van Damme saying, I've got something for you, Vince. And he's looking at it. It's rolling paper. And Vince just cracking up laughing, like, just that real chuckle laugh. And I'm like, he still doesn't understand what it is, but good on you, Vince. Well, he hates cigarettes. That's mm. Vince McMahon's uh, thing. There's that story that he uh, actually paid a, a, a gentleman a large sum of money on a flight mm. not to smoke on the... He goes, how much you want? And, you know, oh, look at this. It's a good matchup. Face versus face, former SmackDown tag team champions as well, these guys. Yes, that is correct. Look at all those ECW shirts. And don't you have one of those tops, the TBK variant that I made all those years ago? Yes, sir. TBF and K, yeah. Yes, sir. I can't really wear that really out that much. <laughs> I wear it on the camera for the Skype call. Pretty much. I don't even have it on today, sorry. I uh, noticed that Ray, uh, yeah, Ray's got the EG on his um, on his sleeve there, on his arm. Oh Ray yeah, Guerrero. Mm. 
Yeah, because he would have passed in November of 05. Oh, that was sweet. That was great. Gorilla press into a backflip moonsault. Very good. So how quick was Mysterio to turn over quickly? Because he face-planted and then quickly flipped over to take the actual moonsault. 619. Booyaka, booyaka. No. Oh, oh, oh my god, that was quick. Look at that. That's cool. And also there, if you're listening to how they're commentating for Rey Mysterio, they're calling him the world champion, not world heavyweight champion, because Rey wasn't considered a heavyweight, because I think he was 220 pounds. And they're calling him a superstar. Mm. He's a wrestling superstar, not like uh, not like RVD. He's a wrestling purist. He takes it serious. Ooh, ooh. Oh, shit. Yep. Oh. You couldn't edit that out, or? <laughs> oh, you went into nowhere. Where'd you go? Went into... It's like when you play playing Mario, and you fall down the pipe, you just disappear. <laughs> and talking about getting lost, I recently bought Ghost of Tsushima the other day. You've probably been seeing me playing it on the PlayStation. It's a I fantastic did. game, man. I did, and I'm like, mm. what? I didn't know you are into that, Jazz. I mean, I've known well, you for your entire life, but like, I, it's always been expensive. It's ninety nine ninety five, and I'm like, I ain't forking out that much money for a game. Like sixty bucks, yeah, seventy maybe, but not a hundred bucks. Yeah. <clears throat> I was going through, I was cleaning the house up the other day. I found a JB voucher that I didn't even know I had sixty bucks on it. Ooh, I'm like, let's go. Yes. Went down there. Get this. Went down to JB Hi-Fi. There it is, pre-owned for sixty bucks. And I'm like, I've got Perfect. a $60, $60 voucher, you know, game 60 bucks, no money exchange, thank you. Took it home, 15 minutes, update, downloaded, ready to go. Holy Beautiful shit. game. Um, but talking about is, getting lost, it's a... It's it's on, a the, on the 4 or a 5? It's a 4 version, cool. but really good on the 5. But is um, there a 5 version there, there? No, they'll, no, they'll probably do a patch or something, but no. No, they no, won't, no sorry to interrupt, no. but there is no version of the... That's cool. No. Yeah. Um, talking about getting lost, the game it's it's first it's third person but open world. So sometimes when you jump into bushes, you get stuck. And today I just I I panic because I'm like, what the hell? I didn't save it before, and I'm like, how do I get out of the bushes? And I'm how like, come I on. Get... And I'm and Matt, well, you're right. And I'm, I just can't get out of the bushes, Matt. Um, and he goes, give me the control, and my son guides me back out of the bush onto the footpath, and I'm like, yes, thanks, mate, fist bump, and he walked away before the fist bump. I'm like, okay, yeah. That's why we but have no, kids. It's a great game. You would really, If you enjoy Zelda and the Red Dead open-world gameplay with a little bit of Dark Souls slash Star Wars flight sequence, very good game. Highly recommend. Cool. 60-hour um, campaign, so. 60 hours? Mm. Jesus yeah. Christ. I've been doing a lot of, uh, again, online multiplayer of COD. Mm. Both, uh, I Black see Ops. that pop up each night that I'm playing. Oh, there's Alan there, yep. I should really <laughs> give it a rest, but man, I am powering through, man. It's fun. And the uh, the patch that happened about a week ago with the uh, 80 superstars on Black Ops. John McClane. Mm. John Rambo. Oh, nice. Die Hard versus Rambo. That's awesome. They're the skins you can actually get for the game. So, oh, sorry, operators—they're calling it. Um, 
I, oh, look at this fan down here. Look at this steel chair. Where are you at at your clock? Just so we can sync up, Bill. I'm the same. I'm the same. Eleven forty. Oh, yeah. oh, you you've had a brilliant problem, have you? I uh, just flickered, but it's working now. Van Dam just did the oh! drop kick in the corner. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Joey right in the mush. In the mush. And does a bow to the audience. Yeah, you love your cod, don't you? I love me some cod. Um, yeah, some Warzone. Been doing a lot of that as well, too. But see, this is the thing that I've read online, and this is probably about me. Like, I like to play a game where it's just me. Like, play, you know, Far Cry. I love all the Far Cry games. You know, Sniper Elite, it's just you. Where they reckon, like, games like COD, it's a team-based thing. You've got to work as a team to do it. And I just don't like it because sometimes, like, if you're lining up for a shot and then someone else does it, it's like, why am I even here then if everyone's doing it? Am I just, just here? It can be it can be bullshit sometimes like that, but if mm. you're playing a multiplayer game with somebody, it helps. Mm. Like, I have a copy of Call of Duty Advanced Warfare for you. I'm going to give it to you. Yeah, great. I see you, and I want to play, or I want to team up with you and do some of this. And I, I, it's an idea. We might not do it, but, you know, your boys right here could be streaming. Hmm. No, I'm happy to look into it. You've also, oh, yeah, got a, can... you've also got a Twitch too that you can drop. What's your Twitch name? I am at the Roscoe underscore Bosco 84. Uh, I don't do much on there as much as of late. Um, I did, last time I was on there, I did the Star Wars um, Republic Commando. Oh, I yeah, did... the one that I sent you, the old, yeah, that's a great game. Did a stream Redone, on that. Eh? Yeah, did a... a an hour and 30 minutes stream on that um, I need to figure out a way how I can interact and talk with more people as well too mm. um, I also like to in the future for myself is to do uh, more Nintendo games yeah do it because mm. I got the Mario oh, oh frog wow. splash frog splash look he moved the uh, chair out of the way well, he wanted Van Dam put it on him, and then Ray's like, "I'm not having that," and then chucked the chair away. Yes, it's weird seeing El Snow there, you know. Well, I don't think for Mont to be honest, though, was he really there that long? <laughs> like in ECW, I'm gonna have a look. I think he was, but then he went over to the WWE, and then they used him properly. I mean, yes, he got the title. He got the title shot against. Um, Shane Douglas, the ECW title, and everyone had the foam heads. It was like a party. Well, it, well, it says here that he was in ECW briefly for 1995. Hmm. He then came back in 1997 to 1998, taking on Shane Douglas at Wrestlepalooza, and then came back during the Attitude Era in 98. So he's really only there for, what, a year and a half, two years? Mm-hmm. Is the respect here. Look at this Van Damme holding up Rey Mysterio's hand. Just to let you know, somebody's going to kill you on Sunday, but yeah. <laughs> He's going to put you through a table. I told her. Go on, laugh. Just Joey Styles and... Um, oh, sorry, Mike Tanae. That's his name. Mike Tanae <laughs> and uh, Taz are just... They're just the marks. They are those guys who are just like, you don't see that in the WWE. Mm. 
Well, they're like, saying terms like wrestling, belt, and things like that, because Vince didn't like belt. It was title, championship. Yeah, you don't say belt. They're just spewing what everyone wants to hear. Mm. You guys are on the same payroll as everybody else. You're just being told to say this, okay? Um, and, like, for example, really... talking about what you said there, Bruce Pritchard said something about some of the one-night stands. He said it just felt like a normal show. Like, it didn't feel different to him. It just felt like same show. It's still a WWE show, just with ECW underneath it. Same shit. I remember shit. he said that one of the something to wrestle with, it was just, yeah, it's the same show. Same shit, different smell. Here we go, Mick Foley and Edge with, uh... Oh, nice. Beautiful selling. I like Kurt Angle when he was part of ECW. Mm. He was scary. scary well, I think mate. what happened with it was they were given a chance to draft two people to join the brand, and Kurt was one of them. Look but Kurt was good here, yeah. He's scary. Scary-looking dude. And he would take this persona when he went to TNA, didn't he? Very Chris similar, Chris yeah. Well, even the attire, the black, he wore that for quite a number of months when he was there. Because they were calling him the wrestling machine. Yep. And you listen to his song. It's the, they're not having the you suck type of chant to it. Because it's go, it cuts off all that part. Mm, it's, they speed it up a bit. What's with all that stuff in the ring? What's that? Is this for well, good angle? Okay, it is okay, right? No need for... Oh yeah, the... you know. Can you can you explain that, Mike Tanay and Taz? Come on, let's go. Tell us. Well, they're saying he's representing the new breed, the new vision for ECW. Yeah, but uh, but Cole, you got to understand, it's the fireworks for Kurtin because he's an Olympic <laughs> superstar. Guys, get off, get off the grass, please. Yeah, because when, <clears throat> when I saw the pyro there, I'm like, oh, are they setting up? Is Randy coming out? Is there a tag match? Because maybe he's going to do the pose in the ring, and it's like, okay, no, Kurt did it, yep. Well, he did do it at the one-night stand, didn't he? Yeah. He had the, the glitter came down, and Joey Styles did make the, uh, what was this, pyro at an ECW show? And majority of that match is the smoke in the room. Remember, the smoke is just hovering, because there was no, the roof wasn't open to suck it all away. What was it? The uh, Randy Orton, um, you suck dick, go blow Cena. Those um, very interesting chants towards. Yeah, Randy body. blows, Randy swallows. <laughs> yeah, you're a f word. Yep. And I'm not saying the that other f word. It's a collection of trees. Uh, sorry, branches. So he's announcing their matchup for one night stand. But but guys who don't know, you know, Kurt actually was an ECW. In 1996, yes, he debuted, or yeah, I would say he make his debut. It was uh, October 26. It was actually uh, invited by Shane Douglas. He was also from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And that was the night of the high incident event and also the crucifixion of uh, Raven and his minions to um, Sandman. And supposedly, it says here, Kurt, shocked by the controversial imagery, and afraid that his career prospects were going to be damaged if this was associated with the incident, 
threatened to sue ECW owner Paul Heyman if he was shown on TV in the same broadcast as the stunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he talked about that on the Kurt Angle show as well, too. Jesus Christ, Randy Orton here, you just want to smack him. He's such a a pretty boy piece of shit mm. heel, and it's so good. He plays it so well. And again, so this is the douchebag. It's the post-evolution heel run. Yeah. This was the one that almost beat Taker. Yeah. Remember that year's Mania when they went one-on-one, and you thought he... I honestly thought Today. he was the one to enter the streak. I remember that mm-hmm. choke slam lifts him up, RKO counter, and you think, this is it. He's going to get it, and he didn't do it. Again, this is wrestling. This is how an interesting world, how it works out. The man in the ring, the bald head and the mouth guard, and the Olympic gold medal around his on his chest is talking to a man in his undies, a little bit of wrist tape around the arm, <laughs> tattoos. Well, he's just making a dig to everyone that have sex. No, he's saying to them that, you know, it's like coming from here, being the best in the world, and coming here is like going to low-grade hardcore porn. And he says, gotcha. well, you guys love porn, don't you? Oh, but you guys actually have to have sex first. There's you know, kids in the stand. There's kids in the stand. There's oh, kids yeah. in the stand. Right. Okay, does Randy, does Randy want to imply that I'm actually not? I'm not even going to say it. I'm going to move on. Good God. He should be talking. He, this is probably the promo he should have cut at the actual one night stand um, two. Mm. Well, so these guys have been feuding for a while because remember Kurt went into that year's Mania as the world heavyweight champion, and Randy's the one that took the pin for Mysterio to win the title. Kurt never got pinned to lose it. But these guys have been feuding since I think it was like February or something like that. Are they still talking? Are they? Okay, how long has we how long have we got? Oh, it's nearly done. Well, here you go, right? This is about why Kurt left because you know we talked about the TNA time. This was the year he actually debuted. So it says here on June twenty seventh, so only a couple of weeks after this event, Angle challenged ECW World Champion Rob Van Dam to a title match, which he lost. Mm-hmm. Angle then appeared on WWE TV through mid two thousand and six. On August 25, 2006, Angle was granted an early release from his WWE contract because of health reasons. Mm. Angle stated in the Kurt Angle Champion documentary DVD that he asked for his release because he could not take time off and was working hurt and uh, sometimes severely on some occasions. He also stated that when he quit, WWE lost their top talent as he was the very top guy on the payroll. He then wrestled his last match in an ECW taping going to a no contest against Sabu on August 8th. And that was his last match until he eventually went to TNA for, what, eight years or something? And didn't come back until he was, what, Hall of Fame and GM. So Yes. And he made his TNA debut by headbutting Samoa Joe on TNA Impact October 19th, 2006. That was on the run to Bound for Glory. Guys, still talking, are you? Yeah, I thought that would have summed it up. Then I thought, my, <laughs> I thought my bit would have finished it. You tried your best, but that's yeah. okay, man. Well, there's five. Is. There's five matches on tonight's card. Mm. First one's gone down, but we've got about thirty-eight minutes of wrestling action on this show. 
Okay. Yeah. It was funny what Kurt Angle made me laugh when he said before. I had a bit of a giggle as you were talking. He says, I'm going to break your arms. I'm going to break your legs. I'm going to break your dick. He didn't say that, but I wanted to hear that. <laughs> I'm going to break your dick. I'm going to snap it off and throw it into the crowd. He's just been running going, dude, I'm really a kid. This is just a primo. <laughs> Wait a this minute. Kid's, this kid's up the front here. They don't need to hear about dick snapping, please. <laughs> dick snappage. Yeah, this is at least three minutes too long. Shut the fuck up. No one gives shit. But it kind of makes you think, like, did they tape this show after a roar? Like, if the set's already there, or did they purposely make this up after a, a separate show? But uh, I actually feel like the the, uh, the crowd is piped. There's mm. a lot of gamers uh, have a chance to listen. Shaves his pits. Yeah, but, but like, if there's good. kids... Nah, I don't have air there. There we go. You have to be a man. <laughs> One day. One day I'll, I'll, I'll have a hairy penis like everyone else. But Is it meant to be hair there? No. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Looks oh like God. a Kendall. No, you don't do the whole thing. Yes, you do. No. You put your no. legs behind your neck and you... Oh, my. You go... Good lord. We got Mickey James, the women's champion. I want to be cameraman. <laughs> Alright, Mickey. Yep. I'll run backwards. <laughs> watch yourself, watch yourself. Yeah. No, I started again. I wasn't filming. This is a... So we got the women's champion uh Mickey James against ECW's Jazz, because again there was no women's championship ever in ECW. <laughs> no, because there were no women's wrestling. Was, well, you had, um, you had you had Leah Meow and Francine and they were Bueller. the eye, they were the eye candy, bro. Miss Congeniality. Oh man, where's friggin' um, what's it called? Subtitles just got in the way. <sighs> Turning it off. Yeah, first world problems, I know, guys. Yes, and we have talked recently in our last few episodes about the uh, the bad gate situation with her release and getting her uh, what remains her gear sent to her in a garbage bag. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just noticing the the ECW was actually one I said was Wolverine, the X Men Three game. I've actually got that. I would probably say behind me in that shelf on a PlayStation Three version. Yeah, I got the um, it, so. I think it's the uncaged edition, which is like really graphic. Yep. Yeah, she, like I, G- I, I she looks like GI Bro. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was say. You got Jazz Rack and the Rock and the Camo there, GI Bro WCW style. Big time! I'm waiting for Bad Bunny to be there, and she's going to stand behind him as he raps. So this is a this is a (laughs) that happened right? What was that Booker T? Booker T did that, didn't he? Yes, he stood still and said nothing the whole time. Like that. (laughs) I'm mute. I'm with the kids. I wonder how much Bad Bunny got paid, man. For those trillions, you reckon? Millions and trillions and petillions. Winning Grammys and winning twenty four seven titles. Yep. 
sorry uh, again i love women's wrestling i love what they're doing i love charlotte flair we've talked about this before we've talked about my love for uh rhea ripley and the boots to my face um also gail kim from last show as well too mm. i love miss mickey james as well too she was a good talent, you know. I think she was a Grand Slam, one of the only, one of the first peoples to win the Divas, the WWE Women's, and the TNA Knockouts Championship to win all three in her career. An interesting note here, looking at this one, Jazz has actually been ECW against WWE before this because she was a part of the Invasion storyline mm-hmm. when they did That's the right. Survivor Series Six Pack Challenge. She debuted in that match with Trish and Jackie, I think, and Molly Holly, mm-hmm. Ivory. Oh, the Jazz Stinger X Factor. Oh, good lord. Yep. Okay. Yep. You're right, Al. <laughs> Al, <laughs> you're bouncing in your chair. What are you doing? I'm just getting comfortable. Getting very comfortable. Oh. That's a heel. That's a heel move. They poke the eye. Well, was she heel at this time? No, I think she Did was she... a face though. Didn't she grab this year? Didn't she grab um? I think that was the year earlier, though. Trish on the no-no? I think that was the year earlier. Yeah. I want to be that cameraman, because he has a great... What? I like how, like, she she even, like, promotes stuff on her Twitter, just M-I-L-F, you know, just promotes the MILF stuff. and Look at Ella. <laughs> she wasn't a MILF here, either, but now she is. What's that guy doing with his hand there in the green hat? He's just got his hand like, um, may I cup one breast, please? I have never felt one in my life. It's like a bag of sand. (laughs) 40-year-old virgin. Ah. You know when you touch it and it's like a bag of sand? That's the dumbest. (laughs) Uh. Reach no limit to be Sabu. I cracked up laughing the other day. I was playing back our Halloween Havoc, the 95 show, where it was, um, what is it, uh, the Mr. JL versus Sabu matchup with the fireball spot you know, at the end of the match, and he just got just walks back, chucks a fireball at Mr. JL, and then leaves. I'm like, just a cluster Sabu. Also, a few things I said back in the day about Sabu. I was in a different place. Stupid, stupid little Mark. I think he knows everything. Mm. But I don't know shit. And also in that package, they showed the, the barbed wire rope match between Terry Funk and Sabu, which we did for Oh My God in 2019, which is such a barbaric match where they what end up this? fully tangled. Yeah. What's this kid's name again? Todd Grisham, was it? No? Todd Grisham, yep. Todd Grisham. He would go and actually work for the UFC. Did he? Yeah, for a sh- just doing him. backstage stuff. No, I don't think, maybe he would have called a few matches, but it wasn't pay-per-views. It was like the On Fox and stuff like that. Jeez. Oh. And as you can see, this is the not the Freddy Freddy Pebble look. It was this was the the cargo black attire that Cena would wear for a long time. Jesus. He had the, uh, he had the pit bull um, on the shirt, I think, too. Mm. That was nasty. See, I like this Cena because he was still kind of coming out of the thugonomic stuff. Um. 
But again, he was drafted from SmackDown, and Batista was sent to SmackDown during that draft because it was the end of Evolution. Mm-hmm. You know, Cena, oh no, what is it? Batista and Hunter had their three or two matches on pay per view. Batista goes across to SmackDown. Cena comes over in the draft. I think he was feuding with Chris Jericho and Christian, and then bang, you had Van Dam come out and say, "I'm coming after that belt." I'm coming after you, bro. You know, I think Grisham did a few of the fight night shows, then became a backstage person, but I think he now works either in boxing or working with Fox Sports. But I don't think he works for the UFC anymore. Good on him. Excellent that he's still doing more. He was like the voice of Velocity and stuff like that. Sunday Night Heat, Velocity, and... He and Stryker, Matt Stryker. It's a shame they don't update Velocity on the network because it's all of them is just Daniel Bryan and Cena. It's just those ones where they were there. They haven't put up the ones where Kanzarian was there and he was cruiserweight champion or going after the belt. They just haven't put any of them up. They were good shows. Yeah, of course they won't do that, man, because they work for the enemy. And plus, you know, there's other stuff they could put up there, you know. Go say yeah. Look at Alan. Look at look look at Thumbs up. I love you. Ruthless aggression. Yeah, I'm with you. More talking. More talking. Can we have more talking and less wrestling, please? Well, the sad thing is, like WWE ECW one, I think had about three matches. It went for 48 minutes, and it actually kicks off with Edge, Van Dam, and Cena for the first 10 minutes, feuding. Yeah. Yeah. I think the main event was an extreme gauntlet match. So I think Sabu won. But it looked like half the audience that were there were there for SmackDown. Because I think it was taped after that SmackDown show. And it wasn't good. Well, didn't it become like that um, towards the end? Well, not towards it, like middle. It was, mm. uh, yeah, stick around and, you know, watch an EC, you know, you can have an ECW show. You're giving your SmackDown, now ECW. Well, it used to be they would have a lot of talent exchanges. Like, they would have Batista, you know, take on Big Show for the ECW title. Big Show versus Flair. Big Show versus Undertaker. You had Kane and Taker against Miz and Morrison for the tag belts. ECW. Yeah. And then they would also be like, stay on the channel, guys, because up next on Sci-Fi, we have a Sci-Fi movie. And then they would lead into a Sci-Fi show that would be on. My client, Paul Heyman. I've always loved Paul. I would love to meet Paul Heyman. Like, come in, like, you know, I think I've shared you a few of those Facebook videos of him doing those conventions and doing those sit-down interviews. I would love him to do a live one here. Just sit down under the tree and just listen mm-hmm. to him. Just, which the, um, there's been a few new Arn Anderson shows that he's been doing lately. He's going back. They've stopped talking about shows like mm. he was part of where he was being you know one of the oh, an um, agent stuff because they were covering 2015 i think yeah they completely changed that now and now they're doing um art when he started off in your life mm. so you're hearing a lot of great stories but if to hear him God, it does kind of make it does kind of make sense though for Arn because it's like you know they're probably talking about it because it's more recent in memory but the fans the hardcore fans they want to know the stories they want to know the Horseman stories, Ric Flair, Tully, you know, Ollie, NWA, AWA, you know, WCW, they want to hear that stuff. So, which is, again, the older he gets, the harder it will be 
to, like if he doesn't tell him now, you'll never hear the story. So yeah, it's True interesting story. that they're doing that, which is great. So they uh, more talking. Oh, so the sponsors the X Men Three game, the official game, Last Stand, which was a shit movie, but um, totally yeah. shit movie. Let's just kill Cyclops and everybody. So, yeah, let's and make Rogue lose her powers because she's sad. We had Fraser as Beast, though. I'll give it that. But that was the best part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, no, I give you that. And then they take Magneto. He loses his powers, mm. but then at the end he moves the piece. And we get Vinny Jones. We get Vinny Jones as Juggernaut. So, oh, Juggernaut, bitch. Yeah. And uh, and then we had what Kitty Pride, which was Elliot Page now going to that. No, it was Ali Page, yeah, which is now Elliot Page. You beat me. Think she did a transition. Say. Yeah. Yes, which is awesome. Look at that. Yeah, but, it looks like, but looks like uh, I thought Ray was licking the belt then, but it's his chin. But he yeah. is. He's, let's just go. He's licking the belt. I did it for Eddie. I did it for Eddie. <laughs> Lick the belt. Lick the belt. <laughs> Eddie. How, how was that for Eddie? <laughs> huh? Sorry? How was licking the belt for Latino Eddie, though? It's hot. The belt. It's Latina heat because of the belt. Yeah. It's not funny anymore. Move on. What's he doing running down the card, is he? And then showing what this last year. This is what happened last year. Great show. I really enjoyed our watch along to this. It was one of our early bonus shows. And I think I've actually put some of these up, guys, for a TBK vault in the coming months, taking a few of the matches that we covered. That one there, which is the Dudley Boy Sandman Dreamer matchup. Tanaka versus Awesome was crazy. Mm-hmm. That's the one win. what is it? The table's already broken in the ring, and Awesome goes to the top rope and still does an Awesome Bomb on the already broken table to Tanaka. <laughs> Bischoff there. Yes. All right, let's keep an eye out for... Um, Meanie. Blue Meanie. There he is. Yeah. There's blood in the ring. That's Meanie blood, and it's all over... That was the Basham brothers there. Tracy Smothers in the ring there. Mm, the late Tracy Smothers, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was um, Mikey Whipwreck. Mikey Whipwreck there. <laughs> I love you guys. I love you on me, CW. My name is Tommy Juima. So the 20 man Battle Royal is kicking us off next, guys. Why is there a Ray R- Romano hat head in the crowd? <laughs> from. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going to ECW. Man. I'm going to bring the sign. You got the Ray sign, bro? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I got it's Ray Romano. Put it in the boot. Come on, let's carry it down. <laughs> I just noticed t- Tony Mamaluke just there. There he is. Yes, Tony Mamaluke. <laughs> what are you dropping for? Bring it with you, Tommy. Hey, guys. Do you see the uh, the the black one I've got under here? So I'm just gonna I'm gonna. Uh, uh, can you see it? Don't don't show too close to the camera. Do you watch? I mean, I mean do you get a chance to? What's the show that he and Shivani do? Oh, AEW Evolution. Do you watch it? No. 
It's I on Fight, but I've never watched it. I hear their commentary is terrible. Really? I heard. God yeah, damn like, it. Yeah, you hit him with a. You hit him with a move. And the Shabazz is like, trying to. Wow, figure it what out. was that? Man, that was crazy. Yeah. Don't know what it was, but yeah. You ready? Can you see my black shirt? Spoilers. I love that, that Tanaka is going to be wrestling. Tanaka. Well, I think he, he came back at that year's Royal Rumble, I believe. He did. The one that had Flair and I think Finley was in that one. And talking about just, AEW, I think they're... We just saw this. Let's they're announcing um, a new show. I think it's AEW Rampage coming next year, I think, which is another one-hour weekly show. Why? So you'll have four shows then. Why, mm. bro? Why so many? Because they got a lot of talent, though. Have you used, like, an, a- an AEW Dark is, like, sometimes 13 matches long. And they do that. Evelation has a bit. Dynamite has their mainly promos and a few matches. But, yeah, Rampage comes out next year, I think. Hmm. Just a lot. Uh, it's because they're getting somewhere. You know, why don't you just go over to TNA and work with them as well too? Do New Japan as well. Well, it seems like New Japan and TNA are working together. They're doing some talent exchanging. It's looking like audiences are coming back now. So WWE in July is bringing live audiences back. They're doing a tour. And I know TNA possibly at Slammiversary might have an audience too. So we'll see. Question. Yeah. I think it's probably it happened a couple of weeks ago, but again, I'm not really paying attention. Mm. What was going on with Cody Rhodes? Did he drop uh, All Lives Matter uh, um, on the promo? So he's having, I don't forgot the guy's name, he's having a feud against the guy that's kind of you know, running down America. It's the standard, you know, heel, I don't like America. And then we get an American man that wants to stand up for America. And he cut a promo talking about how you know, because he's with Brandy, you know, Brandy Rhodes, you know, she's of African-American heritage, he's of non-African-American heritage, he wants his daughter to grow up being able to be proud of who she is, living in a country that accepts that. And people kind of took it as a bit silly, like, oh, look at him, he's preaching this, he's preaching that. I understood what he was trying to say, but I did kind of see where it got a bit weird. Like, he got, he cried, he got very emotional, and you know, he's an emotional guy. He does he that in his promos. He does say. And, um... Dusty did the same thing back in the day. Mm. He doesn't want his daughter to feel less than anybody. And this character he's feuding with is making him think like that. So their match at the pay-per-view, he said it isn't the American nightmare that you're fighting at Double or Nothing. You're fighting the American dream at Double or Nothing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just going to come out and poke it off, sissy. <laughs> the sledgehammer. And just another thing, Bebe. Bear. Uh, okay. We've got Bobby Lashley. Yeah, the WWE champion. The United States champion at this time period. Didn't speak here, but... um, Wasn't sp- speak when I'm spoken to, you bastard. Here he comes. The guy that would be so hated on Sunday in the uh, mixed tag match, which was, which was originally meant to be Edge and Foley against Dreamer and Funk, but became, what, Lita, Edge and Foley against Bueller, Dreamer and Funk. And what a match that was. What a pin. <laughs> One, two, three. Counting. 
<laughs> I was going to say the barbed wire spot or the boards. You're gonna, uh, every, yeah. Everyone remembers the ending. You can have all <laughs> the all those big things happen, but it's the ending that everyone remembers. Here they come, Al. Did they come as all together? And did they yeah. come down to Kurt Angle song? But see, this is the thing. It's like we're showing you that we're, we come in this together. You guys all came out individually, you know, so you're not really a unit. We are a collective army. We're the ECW army because we come together. Even though next week we'll be facing each other, we're coming out tonight as a team. Because we're a brotherhood. And you marks are just marks. Because to, to us, it's real, damn it. But we'll take a large sum of money. So this match itself goes for 14 minutes and 20 seconds, and I am at 45-27, 45-28, and Henry's already out. Yep. They're just not getting in the ring. Yeah, strongest man in the world just got eliminated. <laughs> the right. strongest man in the world just got eliminated. Number one. And he would eventually have a stint in ECW and become ECW champion with his uh, weightlifting belt. Mm-hmm. That Matt Hardy, who just went out next, actually would have won from Henry. We won I love that exchange there. Funk eliminates Matt Hardy because he was wrestling there against uh, Justin Credible. Matt goes over, then Credible and Justin are like, hey, wait, oh yeah, we're on the same team. Let's not fight. Okay, you go that way. And then they walk away from each other. Yep, that you're totally right. Look in the back there, Finley versus Funk. It's kind of weird that, you know, again, Big Show has to put on the act that mm. he's um, attacking. Oh, look out. It, it, I will say, it's a very weird sequence because he uses his mask to eliminate them all. He's hurting them, and then, then they love him at the end of the match, and you're like, what the? Because they all come out and hug him, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you couldn't just do it now? And then eliminate everybody and stand tall as ECW? Uh, no, because we got to give you the swell, bro. Like, imagine the visual if they're about to start, and then Big Show steps forward, turns around, and then pulls it off, and then they all eliminate. See, I would have liked all WWE gone. So ECW, no one eliminated. So we've proven right now we're the best because none of us went out but they decided to eliminate people, and you're like, I get why, because you want to have that ending, but Reddit RKO there. Yeah. Teaming up. <laughs> Look at Edge. He's just a piece of shit. Oh, there we go. He's getting chased by Terry Funk. Terry Funk and Bobby Lashley beating each other up. What the? Funk here is still in the ring. But not the world's strongest man. No. Because the world's strongest man, the powerlifter, the former Olympian, number one out. All right, what's the order of elimination? Henry, your first Henry. Oh, really? Thanks. Okay. Don't worry, you get paid. Oh, fine, I'm cool. Oh, there goes Funk. Oh, yeah. You're uh, forever. Forever. I love how Edge has never entered the ring and he's eliminated at least four people. <laughs> he's a heel. There goes Credible. Then you're credible. 
He follows us, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. I think I don't think Stephen Richards does. Mikey Whipwreck. Uh, who else? Stephen Richards is a good follow. He's heavily involved with Vince Russo and he's a podcast network. I'm talking about following us. Does Incredible follow us? Yes. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. Be, he's also. Um, I think he's he's trying to get a lot more involved in using oh. social media. He wants to get back on the ring, so he's doing a lot of his tags, a lot of the promotions, and says, you know, if people want to do cameos or have me do anything, you know share information so i'm happy to always retweet it and share it and he's a good follow there's stevie gone oh he landed on his head big sure think held up the head al snow's head he was meant to drop it he dropped it on him the camera went to stevie richards <laughs> See right. i think we're down to what just kurt and oh. is it sandman left from ecw Kurt Angle spitting everywhere, slobbering two on, everywhere. It's two on four, I think, the count is now, yeah. What's Kurt Angle doing? Kurt Angle the... go over to one and break his arms, break his legs, like you said, and snap his dick off. <laughs> Easily, it's real, W. It's real to me, damn it. Look at that. Just hoist him up. And then watch him. He just does the same thing. Out you go. Orton chose to grab him too. I love that. Do that there. Team Angle facing off, eh? Shelton versus Kurt. That commercial? Yes, it was. You can always tell by JR's voice. <laughs> he goes higher. And we're gonna, what's going to happen next? Look at the crowd all standing. Yeah. Look at that. No, no one's sitting down. They're all standing up. Man, if I was Edge, I'd just slap my Tanae on the head. So who was that? Sandman's out now. Edge still has not got in the ring yet. Yep. Oh, Benjamin. Oh, these guys. Team Angle. and over. Look at the sweat on Kurt's shirt. Just dripping. Oh, we got Finley. Look at Big Show. No, not yet. <laughs> just wait. <laughs> just wait. Like, just wait. I could do it my... now to help my brother in, but no. Wait for it, Cole. Wait for it. Feel this. Feel this moment. But thinking too, like, did we did we get this on TV? Nope. On Fox 8? Like, we nope. got Raw and SmackDown, but we, did we get ECW? I think this was... Uh... No, I think we did, but we didn't get the violent ones. Mm. I think we got it like a couple of weeks or a couple of months later. Yeah. I remember reading it on like Rajah.com or eWrestling News, but never actually, I don't think, it, did we ever watch it live? And I don't think we did. You can see the shirt now. After the angle slam. Yeah. 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 Why is he wearing a black shirt under that? No reason. <laughs> Look at this. Finley just beating the shit Look out of the eh? Olympian. Thinking oh, about that wall, that wall we had with Finley and Regal, eh? Where we covered that Nitro a few months ago, the parking That's lot That's my wall. car. That's my car. <laughs> Ooh. Well, here we go. Big and swing. Launches. Big oh, swing. No. <laughs> Big swing. Second of uh, Cesaro, Claudia. Here we go. Edge from behind. Look at the water between Edge and Kurt. Is the reason why he's bald. Oh, belly to belly. 
Up Yeet. and over. Thanks for coming, Edge. Yes! Orton with the win for Team Raw. Team WWE. Jay, uh, sorry, uh, Taz got son of a bitch. Get in there, Tazlin. You're a part of the team. Go on there. No, I don't think so. I'm wrestling in a shirt on Sunday, so... Oh, look at this. Bit of Union Underground playing. Even the commentary didn't even know. Mm, holy crap. What is that? Look at the selling by Orton. So good. Jesus, that was a big one. Well... Gives, it, gives him a wedgie, off you go. Get out of here. It's such an NWO feel, isn't it? Hear him doing that, like joining the NWO and those multiple times in WCW and WWE. And... Ah, because he was wearing a shirt. Because <laughs> he had a red one, but he took the red one off and he had a black one on. He had, they had to cut the shirt really into so they wouldn't show the sleeve. Come on, give me a hug. Come on. Call me a, call me a mate. <laughs> That's alright. Don't, don't worry about the angle slam earlier. I'm all good with you. Come on. Come on. Cuddle. Don't worry. In a couple of years, you're going to say I, um, I, I, you know, that you shaving my head was like being raped of your dignity. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, that was a few years earlier than this. Yeah. With what? Luther Reigns and Mark Jindrak. Yeah. Smackdown. When Dad comes home with Maccas. Yes. When you get a good report card, and Dad goes to Macca's and gets you a happy meal. But do you remember at the pay per view though on Sunday there was I think it was the triple threat match, and then Big Show comes out and starts attacking everybody, and I'm yeah, like, are you with them? Like, what? Okay, right. Was it? Yeah. Was it? It kicks. Um, what's his name? Um, oh, kicks someone in the dick. I think it was Tony Marmaluke. Tony Marmaluke yeah. in the dick. Yeah. For some reason. Well, he, he, I think he feuded with Tracy Smothers, and eventually yes, on ECW they had a one-on-one match, I believe. Yeah. Everybody in a few knows. weeks' time. Did and he would have been what? About... You were saying? He would have been ECW champ within what the next what two months? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Jesus, good. <laughs> <laughs> For air, Jesus. No, that was crazy. Drinking beer, drinking Steve Weiser's. Um, yeah, Al Snow giving some to head. Hey guys, don't worry about me punches all on the ring before and eliminating you. I'm, I'm all with you now. It's your part of pro wrestling because that's what we are. Because we're wrestlers. Come on, guys, again. Oh, here we go. Our next, this is our co-main event. This is the Extreme Rules matchup between Edge and Tommy Dreamer. I swear to God, the subtitles is a pain in the ass. It's constantly getting in the way. I can't see Mick Foley properly. Oh, <laughs> uh, tapping my head smart. I see what you did there, boy. No, what they away. say there, the co-owners of the Hardcore Championship. Oh, 
And we covered their match at WrestleMania 2, WrestleMania 22, when they had their hardcore match with the Flaming Table Spear spot, which was beautiful. Beautiful. Is this that promo that you were talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Little surprise for you. That's just like we just playing it, piece of shit. It's like the guy's Remember like, the, okay. Remember the flack that he got during these promos when he um spat on the tag belt, mm-hmm. when people like Ric Flair and the high up WCW officials were disappointed and shocked that he did that, and I thought like you know writing him off like no, how can you trash help out like that? And I think Flair you? was a booker then, so he yeah. was. Yeah, he he got a lot of flack from it too, and then. This is during that time with um, Kate Dewey. Mm. You know, he came out and was like, oh, hang on, you guys are talking about his kid and you're talking about taking a smack with the sound to hit his child. But I would say it was those promos that got him into the here. Like, they're the ones that got him to come in as Mankind, not as mm-hmm. Cactus Jack. Did they cut the promo, though, or was there meant to be... Yes, it's coming up. Oh, okay. Um... That's a cool t-shirt. Look at that one. ECW and it's got the date. That's cool. I haven't seen that before. That's cool. Next t-shirt. Thank you. It almost feels like this was like cut up. Mm. Because you feel like the, um, what was it called? The the Battle Royal was the main event. And yeah. uh, they've pretty much changed it around. But they don't look as tight as they did in the last match. Like no. maybe the Battle Royal, yeah, was after... They were drinking this. beers. They were drinking yeah. beers before this. <laughs> so they're intoxicated now. But yeah, Tommy, <laughs> Tommy Dreamer in the ring with a 2x4 with a beer. After smashing a couple of Miller Lights backstage with EC. Mm-hmm. Jesus, fans. <sighs> this kid, look at the kids. Go, go. Jesus. Yeah, I reckon this was taped after a roar. I think this was like, okay, come get a ticket and you get two for one. You'll get the Raw show for two hours, but stick around, guys, because at 10 10 p.m., we've got ECW's taping. That's right. I love that. Listen to the the banter. Mm -hmm. Extremely crappy wrestling. What does the W stand for, Joey? I'm sick of it. I'm sick. Poor Mike Tanae is so upset about it, he is. (laughs) Do you remember his promo when he quit? Joey Styles, oh, yeah, yeah oh, that yeah. was good. He just gets up and leaves, and then comes back and does like the CM Punk pipe bomb on the stage there, and and says, Taste you know, it. Vince McMahon said, you know, wrestling's a bad word, and it's a dirty yeah, word. he pulls the logo off, didn't he, off the microphone? Yeah. Drops it on the floor and says, "I quit." And I remember what's his name, uh, Conrad, you know, has talked about with Bruce around. Well, you know, oh, they've heard different things about Joey that he used to go for his own sometimes, which didn't connect. And he said, look, to be honest, he said, I've never had a bad word to say about Joey. You know, he worked hard. He did his best. They reckon there was some issues he had with the live show with another person because he was so used to doing it by himself. And that JR was actually the one in his ear talking to him a lot of the time. Try this, say that. And, you know, they did – the words was that, you know, it was challenging for JR at times to work with him. But mm-hmm. besides that, you know, first one there, did his job, you know, didn't cause any ruckus. It's just it didn't seem like Vince really saw much in him, which is why he was only there for a short time and moved over to here. And then eventually we had Mark Amell 
coming. So, yeah. Jeff Harvey. Still. <laughs> it, I wanted a, a Mark Ample shirt so bad. <sighs> With him nope. holding the microphone and, like, shaking, going, it's just a Jeff. <laughs> and just down the bottom, it's just Jeff Harvey. What yes. was that? Was it the Royal Rumble, I think it was, when he took on, uh, what is it, Randy Orton for the championship? And tonight, Randy Orton takes on Jeff Harvey. Hardy. Hardy. <laughs> and then what he and Taz got told to get up during that ECW show, get up from the table and walk away. Did he think, what? Let's go anywhere. Yeah. That's bad. I want you guys to leave just to do something different, right? Because, yeah. Will there be an outcome? No. It was during the, the our main event, I think, of their show. And they just got told to get up one by one and... And Taz was like, I didn't know if we were in trouble or anything, but I just wanted to see what would happen. Nothing. No one gave a shit. <laughs> no one gave a shit. Well, Matt Stryker was a character at this time. He ended up was doing the whole school teacher thing. Um, <laughs> and then he would end up becoming an announcer too, towards the kicked end. Him, kicked him in the... Yeah, it was the perfect he... punt, though. He just went, dink, <laughs> straight up. Did Stryker do some stuff in Triple uh, A? Yes, he was over in Lucha Underground as well. Mm, yeah. yeah, that's it. That's what I meant. Sorry. That's Clock some crazy soaked. stuff. We've never done any of that. We'll be probably good to maybe find an event, but that was some crazy stuff. Some of their matches, class and tax and yeah, look sure. at this here, lining him up. Is he all right there? Baseball yeah. slide. Here we go. Look at yeah, Foley. What's his <clears throat> Foley and Funk at the back there? Oh, those two. He even angled, he even angled and jumped up into it. Back in the day, he was screamed ECFEW, but we're PG here. We'll get the toolkit. Come on. No, oh. he said, "Get the table." Did you hear what he said? She no. Get the table. And he goes. Uh, well, Dudley Boys were TNA now at this time period. Yes, that was yeah. my next thing I was going to ask there. Yeah. Team 3D? Yep. Well, I think this was, I don't know, it might have been this year or the year before where Shane Douglas was doing his own thing. Remember yes. the hardcore homecoming that he was running? Yeah, Let's we should check look. that Let's out one day. I remember you and I have talked about that. We should check that out one time. I actually don't... There's nothing that you could probably download it or stream it somewhere. I know it was released on DVD. <clears throat> it wasn't on... So, they haven't got it on the TNA Impact no, Plus app? It wasn't their show, no. Oh, okay. It was no. just... Oh, it was just... Uh, look out, Terry Funk. Oh. She's look at Look at Bob Wire. Around the mouth and neck. Uh, He's trying to saw his head off. Canadian Destroyer, do it. Come on. Oh, yes, please. Do it. Because <laughs> he's Canadian. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That would have been so good. Look at that. Yes. Do it. Shit. Oh, shit. Oh, holy shit. Oh. I don't remember that bit. Oh, he grabbed his back instantly, and Jack don't knew who was hurt. What the hell? Even now the crowd. Doing... Look at the dudes in the back there. Now what's he doing? Now he's trying to do... Definitely driver. So this is what the spot was meant to be, was a backdrop. Missed the tape. That was so slow. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Dreamer was looking after him. 
Yeah. That was bad. His just whole body just jolted. Jesus. Thank you, sir. Could I have another? Oh. Album. Oh, there's a spear. On the face, he's the heavy seating. Yep, yep. Good lord. Yep. <sighs> oh, sorry, I've got the sniffles. Look at these two <sighs> still fighting with barbed wire around his head. You just have. Yeah, look at that. Going for the. Oh, he's probably saying, really bust me up. Go for my eyebrow. Cut it up. Yes, because the. Um... Is it bleeding? Not yet. <laughs> Use the barbed wire. Cut him. No, no, he wants a hard way. Mm. He prostituted himself to sports entertainment. Yeah. Oh, there it is. You can see it bleeding. Now, look at that seeping. I His love left it. eye oh. slapped him. Jesus. Look at the barbed wire just still wrapped around his head. Oh. You see Edge's back, see the bruise? You can already see the welt on the bottom of his back from that table spot. That was you know scary. Who... I don't remember that. Me either. You know, the real brother there was Tommy Dreamer. Ah, why is that, Elf? Yep. Alan, you have to be what? watching a long guys to understand the reference. You better. I was doing some <laughs> heavy breathing before, but you didn't, even... didn't react to it. It was just vulgar. Vulgar. Great movie. <laughs> Warped. Yeah, too. Oh, here we go. So it faded to a commercial, and this is where he cuts the promo now. Look at the eye. That's legit busted right there. Jesus. Oh, sorry, we should be. So I don't think I've watched this. Yeah. I remember I read it, though. When we did the one night stand, I read this out, what he said in the promo. He's even rocking seeing. back and forth. This is the old school folly. Yep. He, he was yeah. Hmm. Very well done. I love how when he would talk, he would shake to put the emotion in. Like it's a real gut. I'm telling you the truth. I'm not reading off a script. I'm telling you how I feel. You know, I went, I busted my ass for this place. Wanted to do something better. Yeah, it's good. It almost looks like the um, the Mick Foley of TNA. Hmm. Still, it is. It, it, that is almost the same exact look that he had. What are you about to say about the show? When we when we did TNA, mate, and I didn't even have an idea that he was a um, a, a former world champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he won about April 2009, and I think he dropped it. I think it was July of that year to Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. Hardcore Justice, I think. Or a Victory Road. So really quickly, while we're watching this, I pulled up what Stan Douglas was doing, mm-hmm. and he did the Extreme Reunion Tour, night one, September 16th, 2005. So you had Blue Mini versus Tracy Smothers. Danny DeRong defeated Chris Cheetah. <clears throat> the late New Jack defeated Roadkill. Raven defeated Rhino. Shane Douglas defeated Jerry Lynn and Sabu in a three-way dance, which was a throwback to, to the original match. Yes. Team, Team 3D. 
defeated Bors Mahoney and Ian Rotten in a tables match. Wow. So they would have been able to come across. And Sandman defeated Justin Credible in a Singapore cane match. Oof. So the next day they did the show again, but it was on the 17th. <clears throat> Tracy Smothers defeated Blue Meanie. Denny DeRong and Roadkill defeated C.W. Anderson and Chris Cheetah. Nice. New Jack defeated Ball Mahoney and Ian Rotten in a three-way dance. Justin Credible defeated... Oh, Jerry Lynn defeated Justin Credible. Pitbull 1 defeated Shane Douglas in a dog collar match. And Sabu defeated Sandman in a stairway to hell match, which is their version of a TLC. Yeah. And then they did another show in November. Because I think what he was trying to do was make a product to counterbalance these guys. But I think from memory, they only did a few shows and that was it. Because they all got signed up to other contracts, other promotions. and Pure nostalgia for it. But even like looking at this, like, you know, as we said, this brand was 2006 to 2010, but TNA did this too. They did their own version and they called it um, Extreme V2, which was the same guys, Tommy Dreamer, Sabu, Van Damme, Stephen Richards, Justin Credible, and they fought against Ric Flair and his team, which was a team called Immortal, which was Kanzerian, I think it was Daniels, AJ Styles, I think Beer Money as well. And they had a lethal lockdown five-on-five cage Jeez. with all those hardcore guys, yeah. And then even TNA did their own uh, one-night stand, which was when Hogan was there. They thought, let's give the show to ECW one more time. And it was meant to be Jerry Lynn, I think, versus Van Dam in the main event. But like the day before the event, Lynn blew out his back. Sabu got called in, and that match was okay. But that was meant to be a, a send-off, but that's where the storyline started, and they became almost another brand within the company, and then it fizzled yeah. eventually when Hogan turned heel. So. It's a, like no one's saying nothing. No one's booing. Like Everyone's just literally listening. I like the spotlight, similar to the Batista Raw last couple of weeks ago we did. Mm-hmm. That's right. Look at it's getting fired up. The one thing that always made me used to cringe was when that time when John Moxley fronted him. Do you remember that? They had some banter between these two years ago. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. No. What was it? So Moxley was doing his <clears throat> stuff in CZW, and he took a shot at Foley where he Foley was at a convention, and Moxley approached him with cameras filming and said hey Foley you know my name is you know John Moxley I wrestle for CZW I just want to let you know that the way you've wrestled has influenced so many people and broken so many bones of children and young talent but you don't hold yourself accountable for that what type of hero are you what type of man are you to do that type of stuff and Foley says look I'm not having this with you now I don't even know who you are I told you my name he said yeah but I'm not talking to you now I'm doing this if you want to do something, call me or write a letter to me. Oh, I'm not doing that. I'm just asking you a simple question. Everyone's here. Tell us what you think. And he just brushed him off and walked away. Wow, uh, oh, I had no idea. I'll try and find out what the outcome was because I remember watching going, who the hell is this Moxley guy? Yeah. This is at least like 10 years ago, more than 10 years ago. But I'm like, who's this guy coming up to Foley? And yeah, it was a weird, Foley was genuinely, he was almost like, I'm going to punch you. Like, if you don't move back. I'm going to have to do something because you're in my space. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'll be back. No worries. All right, guys, we are coming up to our main event, which is the WWE champion John Cena uh, taking on the number one contender for the World Heavyweight Championship, Sabu. But before we actually kick into that match, uh, while there's an exchange going on between the announcing team, I want to give a shout-out to some great sponsors and partners of the Brocast podcast. We are talking about Rogue Energy. So if you go to rogueenergy.com and use your promo code 2702, you get 10% off products. So Rogue Energy is a premium energy and focus supplement designed to optimize your mental and physical performance. And using our code 2702 gets you 10% out on checkout. Second is Luxie.com. So Luxie can enhance your performance with their analog grips that can go into your PlayStation controller, your Xbox controller, and your Nintendo Switch console and controller as well. And using your promo code BRO247 gets you not 5, not 10, but 15% off purchases. Next is triumphchairs.com. Use your promo code BRO247 to get 10% off products. Triumph Chairs is a gaming chair company specializing in comfort and performance, and you can check them out at triumphchairs.com. Clinch Gaming is another great partner of us, and Clinch Gaming manufactures custom professional gaming controllers for Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and using your code BRO247 will get you a total of 5% off. And lucky last is Player One Coffee. Player One Coffee develop coffee recipes custom tailored to gamers, creatives, developers, and just about anyone who digs a cup of coffee. And use your promo code BRO247 to get 5% off checkout. So again, our affiliates, they're Rogue Energy, Luxie.com, TriumphChairs.com, Clinch Gaming, and Player One Coffee. And now it's up time for our main event, John Cena versus Sabu. You're back, Al. Yeah, came back and, uh, yeah, that was just... What the hell was that? Like they a... just started brawling. They caught each other out. King and Taz got into a scuffle. They've separated them, but, yeah, look at Taz. I saw um, Joey Styles was trying to get into Jay and he, he, he knocked his hat off his head and Jay just looked at him and went, you just, you just knocked my hat off? <laughs> Does Jay need to kill a bitch? I got it, King. Stands up. <laughs> Grabs. <laughs> just just takes that, it. That's say, hat Kung Lao style, just Kung Lao. Yes. <laughs> Puts the hat on the ground like a chainsaw. Just pulls Joey through it. Just what the hell is going on? <laughs> this ain't wrestling. So we've only got. Look at the time. We got only ten minutes left of this show. I think now. Yep. Just noticed that the. Um, What's that? RVD's got um his ears pierced, and he's got the yin and yang. In both of his piercings, I remember having one of those uh, a yin yang piercing, but mm. not in my ears, but in my tongue. She's I didn't know where you were going then. I'm like, oh, where's he gonna say? I never <laughs> got my. That's the one place I never got pierced. It below the belt has never been pierced. I was gonna say, you be. know what? What ball bag, yin yang together? <laughs> I thought that's where you were going. I don't know. I'm leaving the show. Alan, this, come back, this. please. <laughs> Don't leave. Jesus, Sabu. That, it was a leg drop that ended up becoming a splash with a chair. 
That's right. We'll oh, see the salad visceral. too. Yeah. You get a bit of trickle of blood there. W. ABCW. wonder if there's a podcaster out there that have done the entire run of this. Like they do each week. They go ECW one, two, three, and just watch the product go up, 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 down, 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 down. I wonder. I wonder if if we can find people like that that have done mm. that. If we take our hats off to you and say, legends. Because there's TNA shows that that do that. They go and review each weekly pay per view that they're running. Um, I think it's TNA Cross the Line podcast do that, and they're like up to like the third year in. But they just sit back and they debate the show, they recap it, they talk about what they would have done differently. Um, but they do every single TNA nightly show they did on each week. Excellent. So these guys actually faced off twice from memory. They end up facing off at Vengeance, which was a Raw, I think, Raw-only pay-per-view, mm. which was the next show after Vengeance because that had um, Van Dam against Edge for the belt. Mm-hmm. And Cena versus Sabu. I think it was a tables match that they had. Early days boot of the sign there. Boo Cena. Mm. Well, we covered a classic match from He's at this time. Remember the Edge Cena TLC from Unforgiven 2006. That was a classic great matchup with the FU from the top of the ladder through two tables stacked up on each other. Mm-hmm. He didn't go down there. Yep. He's not going near the crowd. No <laughs> way. Someone grabs the towel off his head. He freaks out. Remember when he did that? Remember when someone pulled it off, pulled the sheet off his head, and he just full on punched the dude? It's guys like it wasn't. I remember it wasn't him. Like some dude got punched by him, and it wasn't him that actually did it. Yeah. Just wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. Remember when Sam Punk punched a fan once? He was in the crowd doing a skit, and someone pushed a person into Punk, and Punk just turned around and just decked the dude. And the guy's almost begging, like, "Hey, it wasn't, it wasn't me. It, it wasn't, wasn't me. me. <laughs> I like you, Phil." It looked like, oh, Sam was—he's throwing some haymakers. Yeah, he's wrestling too, dropping some elbows. Yeah, he's. There's the spinning spinning US belt in the audience there. Yes, there it is. Oh. These jabs, man. These full body shots. I wonder if they... I mean, it looks almost like legit real stuff, you know? I was going to say, it was a street fight. It just did a suplex, but yeah. Yeah, when when you see street fights in (laughs) Melbourne, guys. A couple of old boys... They've had too much to drink. They suplex each other on the train tracks. Come on, mate. I'll suplex you. <laughs> Jump up, Stand mate. up, mate. Jump up. Oh, shit. Oh, mate. You made me drop my phone. You're right. You ended up like Taker Goldberg then. You're right. What's the Taker Goldberg? <laughs> oh, that, that was new... so scary. That was scary, that. That jackhammer from Goldberg to Taker and Taker's all chunks on the ground, the neck, the shoulder, the legs, and you're like, yep. Paul Goldberg. Yeah. Paul Goldberg. Yeah. yeah. Let's make a couple of million in a few minutes and I'll spear the turnbuckle and nearly kill you with a jackhammer. He nearly... He, he, when he came out to the ring, 
he headbutted the door and knocked himself loopy. You should not be doing that at your age, bro. Mm. I remember watching the Rumble a few months ago, and I'm like, oh, my God, please do not give Goldberg the belt against McIntyre. Do not do it. Because the big rumor was, oh, yeah, Brock's going to come back and then do Brock versus Goldberg. And it was like, I think, four minutes, and Drew got the win with the Claymore, but I'm like, oh, my God, please don't. I remember writing on Twitter, okay, please, please don't, WWE. No more transitional champions. Mm-hmm. I just noticed, have they had any ECW refs tonight? I haven't seen. Hmm. Because I know a few of the WWE refs became ECW refs. I think even Baby Hedner might have been one. Yeah, that's right. I was going to say. Yeah. Kid there. No, that wasn't up to the face. Cena got that whole that giant bicep up. Like, nope. Not in this pretty boy's face. Jesus. Got those arms up, smart head, yeah. smart man. I still remember what was it, psychosis or was it Uvertude against Ray, where the chair got around his head, like just yes. sat on his head and spat him around. Mm-hmm. No, it's up there, guys. Probably the best chair shot was what Guerrero JBL splits him open in Judgment Day. But my probably my favourite one that's tattooed in my memory is Shamrock by the Rock. Remember when Shamrock begs him to do it, and Rock just swings better and just hits him so hard and. What, Shamrock's head spins and then face plants. It's just brutal. Know that we know today about concussions? That's brutal. Well, to use a, a cricket terminology down here in Australia, because we have cricket, not baseball, you know, he hit a sixth. In, if you were using baseball term, he hit for the fences. Mm. He took his head off. There was also one in ECW, I think it was Dream It or Raven, when Raven was tied to the steel cage. Dreamer just whacks it. And he held it there. Mm. And it was on his head. Jesus. Not gonna lie, it, the commentary for this tonight kind of sucks a dick. It's mm. just like four dudes, four grown men arguing about wrestling. What they could have done is just have JR... And uh, and Taz. Yeah, I was going to say one person, one rep from each side. Yeah. It's like they're trying to tell the King Taz story. It would have been funny just to have those two. Like, how would they go commentating even though they're about to face off? Then you can do some banter. Or you just have JR and Styles, as you said, and just tell that story. They're impartial. They're not feuding against each other. Yes, they both represent a company. But in the end, they want the, to go well. But, yeah. It's a bit over the top. I'd rather just see Taz and JR. They would be Mm. a great team. Um, Joey Styles just sounds like he's the ultimate mark. This is about wrestling. Wrestling's important. You could just imagine him being told that, okay, I know you say belt and you say wrestling. We don't say that. So don't say that. We don't do that Don't say hurt. Don't talk about pain. Like, it's the, the words that, you know, people don't want to hear, don't say those words. And this is Super Cena. Nope. Got him. I love that. 
Cebu was fighting it. Mm. Tap. Now remember, Tap. just remember, hold on, this is an Extreme Rules match though, right? Watch, well. watch, watch, watch the referee. Rings the bell. This is an Extreme Rules match, people, which is no rules. The referee just rang the bell, and he's still ringing it. Look. I'm putting on mute. That was... Because when I looked at this card and I'm going through the matches, I'm like, oh, you've seen a Sabu main event. And I'm like, what? DQ? I'm like, but it says Extreme Rules, though. I'm like, can you get disqualified in Extreme Rules match? Uh, where's Escape? I'm just going <laughs> to turn this off. Like, yeah, Sabu, Sabu and Ray got stopped because of the DDT spot. Because that's because they couldn't wrestle, but it wasn't there's, a DQ. It was a no contest. There's another 30 seconds of this. Oh, uh, yeah. What's, what's Sam so we, into? He's choking out Kalito with a kindo stick. <laughs> we wanted a fighting spot, so we had to have this match end with everybody coming out. Uh, yep. Yep. Here we go. Everyone, and you get eliminated. And you get eliminated. Yeah. Well, there you go, guys. That was the uh, episode 100, L WWE versus ECW head-to-head that took place on June 7th. And as we know, Van Dam would go on to defeat John Cena to become the new WWE champion, but also was given the ECW title by Paul Heyman and became the ECW champion. So the next show, which was June 13th, so it says here... With the WWE Championship around the waist of Rob Van Dam, the inaugural edition of ECW kicks off in a big way when Edge makes his presence felt. Ten superstars compete in an Extreme Rules Battle Royal for the right to go one-on-one with John Cena at Vengeance. Plus, Sandman's in action, and Kurt Angle faces Just Incredible and more. Ooh. And that's a really quick match. That's like two minutes long. So, yeah, I would imagine. Any closing comments, Al, on this one? Well, it's, that's a hundred episodes for you boys right here. It's, um, it was a nice little false finish at the beginning, um, tricking everybody. Um, I'm glad we went with that. It was, um, you got emotional. You got emotional, bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, good show. Just a bit of a bullshit ending there with, uh, an extreme rules match. Oh, big show. Attack. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> You could just let the match happen, just let this go through, you know? But again, I would imagine, yeah, that's how they did things back then, and they still do it today. That's wrestling. Yeah, well, I'll set the stories up, but, you know, it is what it is. It's in the vault now, guys. It's a it TV is vault. what it is. It is what it is. So, guys, you can download all previous episodes on Podbean, Apple iTunes, Highcast, CastBox, and a range of different podcast networks. You can check us out on Instagram and on Twitter at the Brocast, T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T. Shout out to the affiliates and sponsors, which I dropped earlier. And I want to give a shout out to not one, but two great podcasts before we finish up this episode. I'm Mike Marcus. And I'm Mike Forrest. Together, we are the Mikes on Mikes. Join us every Saturday for Drive-By Wrestling Podcast. Each week, we take a look at the good, the bad, and the ugly of our favorite form of entertainment, sports entertainment. Um, it's pro wrestling, Mike. Yeah, I got it, Mike. Let us be your voice of reason. 
Let us explain what you might not see. Let us show you the big picture. Let us feed you like the baby birds you are as we guide you through this crazy new world of fan outrage, social media interaction, and sports entertainment. Doing that again, huh? Yeah, I am. Cool. Drive by Pod is available for download on all major platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, and Google Play. Subscribe today and don't miss a single episode of the best fan-driven wrestling podcast you haven't heard of yet. That's every Saturday morning on all major platforms. Breaking hearts and breaking kayfabe. I, I mean, we aren't really breaking hearts. It's audio and... Dude, it's just our saying, man. Just go with it. Didn't didn't Ronnie kill kayfabe? You are the 9-11 of co-hosts. Main Event Marks is a retro pro wrestling podcast hosted by two lifelong wrestling marks and walking wrestling encyclopedias, Troy and Greg. Every Wednesday, we do a breakdown and review from a fan's perspective on some of wrestling's biggest and most forgotten shows ever, along with the industry news from that time period taking you back in history to when that event took place. Main Event Marks is available on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. Follow us on social media at Main Event underscore Marks. All right, guys, we are back, and we're at the tail end, and it's just been a its a busy night. We've had a big night, big week, and now, Alan, we've cracked out 100. 101's coming up next. For the month of June, so you've got this episode, we'll be releasing two TBK vaults this month, so check out our Twitter to find out more about that, and we'll be back in your ears live in July, but you have to check out our Twitter to hear what that episode will be. But again, guys, it's a wrestling companion. You know where to find us. All those shows, Apple iTunes, some great companions from wrestling and films. 63, I think, wrestling companions we've done. The likes of WWE, ECW, WCW, TNA, and the NWA. But as we say each and every episode, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. guys thanks for sticking around now we're going to go back and listen to a classic tbk moment and jay keeps bringing up the fact that in that bedroom scene he was wearing, wearing socks. socks it's such an old man I'm thing like to I do. wear socks i like them what to bed sometimes if my feet are cold if my feet are cold we live in australia yeah but i sometimes like we... to it's comfort as well it's comfort i love as well. if you wear your socks all day and then the moment you get in bed and you take your socks off it just feels really nice on your feet uh so. What are you doing? I'm um, gagging. I'm going to throw up on what? the mic. That's just foul, dude. What's, What's wrong with foul? you? How was that foul? Explain to me. Have a shower. No. Don't you take a shower before I bed? I bath. Huh? I bath. I'm like a human heat I'm, pump. And with my socks on. I do. And then I hop in the, I hop in the bed. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and then they wake up the next morning, just put my shoes on, just go to work. And then come home, have another bath, get into bed. I don't understand about fungal infections, but I just go with a baby. <laughs> I have one pair of socks I wear every day. Yeah. 